Cool. Oh, man. Well, let's get it started. Welcome to Dear Doris, episode four. This is a very special recording for me with one of my deepest friends. And friend does not feel like the right label to put on the connection that we have together. Uh, I'd like to welcome, live from Germany, my dear brother, Max. How are you, brother? Oh, man. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for all those wonderful words. Um, honestly, I'm, I'm really excited. My heart is racing a little bit because... Me too. It's It's been, what more than more than a year that we've been trying to set up a podcast and finally we're sitting here the time is now we're doing it today we're going to discuss a plethora of topics this will be a deep and vulnerable conversation uh, having said that, I think it would be nice to start on a light note and just talk about how we came into contact with each other. You're one of these people that oftentimes I wonder if we've met in person or not, and it's very hard for me to believe that we haven't met, but if I'm correct, we have not met, right? we have not we have <laughs> yeah we we haven't met in person even though i believe in many lifetimes we have already um we connected via instagram i believe actually um i remember you posting something from Dirty During somehow I saw I don't I stumbled over a story that he posted and then I came to your channel and the next day sure enough you posted something a track that I um, I found in an acid poly set who is one of my not one he's my favorite artist by far and I just sent you a message and I said, told you like hey I just stumbled over this track hmm. a day ago while listening to this acid poly set and you're like oh yeah this is how I got <laughs> to it yeah and this was our first contact and then we kind of chatted for a bit and you sent me your whatsapp contact and i think a month later we had a phone call and like i realized we are brothers and since then you're deep in my heart like you you're always there and the story that we've been going through like separately is so similar that whenever I feel alone all I need to do is 
go into my heart and I will find you there and you you are the one like you will always feel me I know that and I feel you thank you brother wow thank you yeah so much for the light <laughs> note <laughs> we tried man we tried we tried it's it's beautiful to hear you say this on so many levels uh, the first level is that part of my intention with the army of love project is to use the brightness of the music to draw people into my field so it's almost like i'm throwing the music vibes out there and then you know some people are drawn in but ultimately what i'm looking for is a deep connection and a connection that goes beyond music and into our personal human experiences so we started chatting i don't know what topics got us to this deep connection but over the last year and a half or two years that i've known max it's been freakish to me how aligned our paths are And if I had to label this path, and I'm just going to put the ego right here. <laughs> it may sound narcissistic, it may be ego-based, whatever. But the way I would describe it is that you're looking at two men who are very conscious and aware of their emotions, of their feelings and who have in some ways this is a strong word but i choose the word struggle to find consistent peace in our human experiences sometimes it feels like wow if i was a little less curious and not seeking so much maybe i would lead a happier life but that's not who we are brother is it no no the you said this very well very well and i believe the path that both of us kind of are going is that we are we are very like you said conscious but we are unbalanced in many ways and what we are seeking is the balance of life that leads to more lightness i believe and i feel that my my mind tries to tries to attain this state of balance whereas the mind itself is only one part of this scale 
where you have the mind here, you have heart here, and only if they balance each other out, this is how this state can be attained. And I believe it's for, at least for me, it is this way that every once in a while I come into this balance and I'm like, I, I feel it and it's there. And then my mind comes like, okay, now we got to keep this. We got to, we got to stay focused. We got to, and then it starts again. It goes mind, mind starts to over, overtake the heart mm. again. Yeah. Well said. <laughs> so I believe it's what Ramda said. It's the path of the heart that we are going to come back to where we are from. Indeed it is. So you mentioned balance and this could be a good place for us to start our conversation today in the topic of masculine and feminine energy. I'll speak for myself, um, yet we've connected on this over the past few weeks and that I feel strongly associated with my feminine side. Um, I, in moments of frustration from depression or just overthinking, I've done some internal deep dive to my childhood to try to figure out what happened or why am I this way? And that's an interesting topic in itself because I think there is a lot of value in understanding your past and your traumas and parts of our inner child that may be unresolved. And then on the other side of that, it feels like it's just more mind trying to figure out and come up with a solution for a problem. So I go back and forth between inquiring into my childhood and then also just letting it go and making love to these trees and flowers here in the present moment. Um, but I will say, just for some background for the audience here, that I don't remember my youngest childhood, but in high school, so around 14 years old, I was in a somewhat aggressive environment in my high school. Um, let's just say there was some thugs in the school, and if you wore shoes and clothing that weren't cool, um, there was a good chance that you would get made fun of. It was very aggressive, and that didn't fit into my personality. I was an overweight, insecure boy. And my approach to connection and survival at that time was to be kind to people. And I feel like everybody was insecure, and some people would counteract their insecurity by being aggressive, like I'll cut you before you cut me. And I was the opposite. 
I balanced my insecurity by being somewhat of a people pleaser. And I became this observer. And I was always listening and trying to receive people in a kind way. And my thought process was that if I'm nice to this guy, it's less likely that he's going to poke at my insecurities and I can maintain my inner peace. So I don't know if that's what made me who I am, but as I think back on my childhood, this comes up for me a lot. And over the years, I felt like a mom figure to people oftentimes and really being curious to someone's life experience and approaching them with unconditional reception as best as I can and nurturing from a space of empathy and love. And how beautiful is that? So I really want to take a moment to express my gratitude for my life experiences because they've led me to be who I am today. And I love who I am today. However, there's moments where I feel like I'm out of touch with my masculine side and it leads to anxiety and stress, which leads to addiction and habits that aren't necessarily beneficial to my health. And I'll just give one example. I have a difficulty standing in my truth, and I believe this is in an attempt to avoid conflict, but oftentimes I find myself either in a conversation or collaborating with someone on a party or something like that, and I may not really agree with something, and instead of standing up and speaking my truth from a place of love and honesty, I hold on to it. And then I go home and I'm kind of stressed about it, and I look to smoke or eat a bunch of pizza and chocolate to sort of temporarily calm myself. So, you know, it People talk about feminine and masculine energy. I think everyone has their own relationship with these terms. So I just wanted to sort of express myself to be clear with the audience on on what we're talking about. How would you describe your experience? Mm, Surprise, it's very similar. (laughs) Um, For me, so... As in my childhood, um, I was, when, when I go back into the childhood where I was like between five and let's say 12, just be, so just before childhood built till puberty, um, I was always, um, somewhat yeah it attracted to things that that would make me feel i was always somebody i was very empathetic empath 
empathetic. Yeah. Emp- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I would I would feel a lot, and this would be, be something. Um, I was always like a high sen- highly sensitive person, so um, I would usually not be sur- not surround myself with too many people because I would feel the energy of them, and it would just drain me. Um, then when puberty hit, I became very aggressive, um, myself, because I could just, like, all the emotions that would come down onto me, I could not handle them, I didn't know how to, I never learned, got tools to do that, so, yeah, I, I became very aggressive for a time, and still very insecure about myself because I would always ask like why why is it that I cannot be like why why do I not have control over myself like what's wrong with me and this this has been a question that I've been asking myself many times when I was down depressed however you want to call it and this also came a lot from my father who in my childhood played a role of a rather aggressive abusive father and so as soon as i could think like as soon as i got old enough and my mind was strong enough i actually went and cut this piece or this part out of myself the aggressive max i just cut him out and i threw him away Mm. i tossed him and i was like i'm just gonna be this loving Mm. kind person and i would always do that and people would come to me and tell me like oh it's so wonderful be to be surrounded by yourself and i would well this this would make me happy obviously because like people were telling me that the way that I do behave makes people feel good about uh, good to be around me and well this kind of keeps going and um, out of this kind of came this behavior that I would yeah just just not same not stand in my truth whenever something was bothering me i would think like okay but what if i speak the like if i te- tell this what do other people think about me will they like will they abandon me will they leave me will they talk bad about me like overthinking and so basically i've become a people pleaser for everyone and this was what I identified with or is what I do identify with still to some extent and yeah now for a few months the topic balance has come come up for me in many different ways Um, a few days ago a friend of mine he posted something on social media where I told you about it I believe where it said like the human 
experience is like the the wonderful thing about it is that we do live in this dualistic style we do have like this yogi yogi sitting in our heart who who is the the observer of everything who is just pure bliss and ecstasy with whatever comes up and it's just residing there and this i i believe strong i strongly believe that this is the feminine part of of us which is in contact with the whole ether universe god however you want to call it um and this part it doesn't do shit it's just there to love life pretty much and then we have the other part which is a warrior this part also resides in us both of them are completely self full full fully realized beings um we just don't know it but they are and the warrior which stands for the masculine part of us has the choice to take action whenever action is needed to be taken we don't like we never need to to do this if we are like the yogi never needs to do anything and it's fully aware that it can always work but what is working is always the warrior the, the yogi doesn't do it do it and this is the part that i have lost like i'm i'm a very creative being i have a shit ton of ideas that i start and don't finish so this is again the thing we we are sitting we have an idea we start doing it because it kind of flows and then it doesn't flow anymore and we go or i go like ah, it doesn't flow anymore that seems like that's not it so i'm gonna toss it next and the warrior is the one who would sit and say like, oh yeah we just this is just a phase that we go through we have been like we we have experienced that this this doing can get us into flow so why would it just stop working like that why there's no reason for it so the warrior could just keep on doing like when you're when you're climbing and you you don't manage to to do a route for for the first time you don't just stop the warrior comes out of you and you go like i'm gonna fucking repeat this until i've until i manage to do it because i know i can it's not even you're not doubting yourself oh can i do this no you know you can do it even though you haven't been able to do it up until this moment and this i feel is a path that um yeah will we we have to go it to come to to a point of balance where we 
can say we can stand in our truth because we are strong enough and we are we we don't need to be afraid of hurting other other people because if we stand in our truth we do it from our heart and our heart will never ever do any harm to anyone and people will understand this if we are courageous enough and especially i mean everyone who knows you or who knows me knows that we don't speak our truth and we 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 show up at parties where we actually don't want to be and we are pretending to like it but deep deep inside everyone knows that we don't and by doing this what kind of what energy are we putting out we are putting a mask up we're like oh yeah I'm dancing and it's fun and giggles and everything but deep inside it's like oh man the music is shit the people are shit Ugh, i want to be somewhere else with somebody else and well and this is you projecting energy your energy like your honest energy out to the party doesn't matter if you're sitting there and smiling hmm yeah yeah this this resonates deeply the yogi and the warrior particularly as you were describing the analogy of rock climbing and oftentimes i start projects oof often isn't even the right word all the time i'm starting projects and seemingly there's a great idea and the beginning process flows but then once there's a flow breaker which could be any type of resistance in progress of the project i find myself abandoning the project and starting something new and i'm sure a lot of people can relate to that but the way that you put that into words sort of helped me conceptualize it i wanted to ask you something that came up as you were speaking and you mentioned your relationship with your father did you have any significant male role models in your life as a young child or even as a teenager no no if i think about it not really and this this is also one of the things which i believe where for me at least the the lack of the masculinity comes from is first of all and this i i asked myself this this morning what actually we now we've been talking for half an hour about masculinity and femininity like the feminine energy but what is like how do we define this what is masculine what is feminine and the reason why i put i strayed away from the masculine part of myself was because i never knew what it mean like what real masculinity mm. is because for me what our society tells us is like oh yeah you got to be fucking jacked have big muscles and um you know objectify other beings and you know just be this alpha blah 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 and stand 
stand above everyone else. Whereas this morning I was just sitting and I thought by myself like, well, obviously I, I, I abandoned this side of the masculinity because this, when I think about it, this feels like a, This, this feels toxic to me. This is not what my masculinity is supposed to be. What it is, is yes, we, the warrior is strong, but the warrior is wise. The warrior doesn't draw his sword and fucking go slaughtering. No, he chooses when, when it is wise to fight and when it is not. And What's also masculine is to worship, to devote yourself, to devote yourself to the feminine side as well. You put the work in, you put the work so you can experience the bliss, so you can come home. You have to work to come home. Paradise is not just, just there waiting for you. You have to make paradise paradise. If you don't, don't take care of a garden it will just everything will just grow nuts and your paradise war or your garden was your garden for a year maybe two after this it's a dump and for this i believe this is what the masculine energy is it's the one that that devotes itself to the feminine energy to 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 the creation to the creation part of us you know we we've been so brainwashed to watch porn to that that the male energy is above the female energy that um we kind of forget that just a female like a woman She's carrying a portal between her legs that we all fucking came out of into this world. Like, how many times do you actually realize this, that, that women actually give us a place to come home to, to actually to, to not come home in, in the way of, oh, babe, I'm here, and know place like in a way like okay i can go back to where i'm coming from she can like they can do this and for this it means being masculine means being there for them being there there in in ways to to create a space that the female energy can actually flourish and nourish and this, it doesn't matter if, if we talk about external like relationships or the internal relationship with ourselves. We need to create a safe space for us, for, for the heart, for the female part of us, so we can, so the heart can bloom. Otherwise, how? Yeah. I don't even know if I re if I answered your question. I don't remember what my question was. Uh, it was about 
father figure and male role models the reason i asked that question is because i did not have a strong male role model in my life growing up my father is a loving man we've gotten very close after the death of my mother i want to say this in the right way but he he wasn't really there for me and I don't know if I was asking for it I was such a mama's boy and dad was working a lot and he would coach the baseball team but I didn't even really like baseball that much and this false interpretation of masculinity was very present in my childhood my high school and my path was very much ingrained in the hip-hop culture. So a lot of my male role models were rappers in the early 2000s who were giving off this, you know, I'll never love a bitch, I just fuck her, and then I'll fuck her sister too. And I'm sitting there learning these words and rapping it and like, trying to calibrate to that but not authentically feeling alignment and a lot of the behavior in New Jersey where I grew up is extremely macho and masculine and within that environment in that energetic climate um, I found myself hiding and you know I was very sexually insecure growing up I didn't lose my virginity until I was 21 years old and that wasn't by choice I wanted to have sex but I sort of took my the way I would describe it is I took myself out of the game so Friday night, we'd go to Jeremy's house. That's where we had our parties. Wow, these were amazing parties, to be honest. <laughs> and, you know, a lot of the guys and gals would be having their little hookups during these times. And on the way to the party, you know, Scott would be talking about Kathleen, or I'm just making up names, but they would all have their targets. And I would, like, be praying for this conversation to end soon because my target was the N64 controller and (laughs) fucking rolling up some joints and kind of hiding from that world. But I I do want to say, as we're going to move on from from the masculine-feminine conversation for now, it's extremely valuable to have strong male role models in our lives. And I've been seeking that out now, and I've been fortunate enough to bring some of these men into my field, and I'm learning from them. However, when I think back to my childhood, they're just none of my friends' dads, not to say that it's anyone's job, but nobody was really there as the strong loving masculine figure so we were all lost to sort of pick it up from 
what media throws at us and good lord what a disaster that is <sighs> so to the strong men out there we appreciate you and also it's just a a lesson to me i want to be that example to men of all ages but particularly of the youth that are coming up underneath us and to set a strong example of what it is to be a man and i actually i did have situations when i moved to austin i was pretty successful at my company and pretty popular and i found myself in a situation where i was 26 and there was all these 21 year old young men that were coming into the company with sort of frat boy energy and they looked up to me they thought i was cool and there was many many times where we would be having lunch and they would say yeah i fucked this bitch last night and i would say whoa hold on i get where you're coming from but that's a beautiful woman and you can have sex with her and make love to her and you don't have to communicate in such a degrading way and they were receptive to my input in these moments so I didn't even realize it but I am doing that already um, but yeah I think it's valuable to just express the importance of that and it is beautiful to see throughout the world throughout the collective and on social media there's been a lot more light shed on this topic in a pure authentic way and there are resources out there so i'm happy to see this shift that we're all experiencing right now but yeah it's uh it's something that i suppose i learned to hide from in my younger years and now trying to just simply activate that side there's an imbalance for me and then there's an awareness of the imbalance and then there's a feeling of being weak or not strong enough while at the same time giving myself a hug and accepting where I'm at in this moment while at the same time trying to become something else so it's a beautiful yeah. <laughs> a beautiful life experience I'm gonna take us to the next topic but before I do it I wanted to give you a chance to close the ceremony on the masculine feminine chat if anything is sitting with you right now yeah actually yeah there's one little, one little thing and this um i believe you you've said you've talked about this in another call already um i feel that this work this masculinity work um it's not only you and me who is imbalanced this is something that's i would go as far and say probably 90 percent of of the male population doesn't know what it is what what masculinity really is and we can see so many female um, beings like 
doing work on on themselves for like to realize what it means to be a woman and there's so like I, I, I know of from the top of my head I know of five people who do like wild woman circles drum circles only for women and so on um, if I go and think about a space which is only for the male I don't know this anywhere and I the thing I feel it's it's time to create spaces where we can connect with each other find the masculine side and realize that it is not fucking bitches and drinking booze but that we can sit and we can we can we can do drum circles as as well come into the male energy while connecting with the earth dancing barefoot and finding power through this and yeah i believe um that it's a time and where we should start doing this in our area with people that we know because the more we start talking about it the more people will come and say like oh i have this topic on my mind also but i haven't been courageous enough and there is our masculine side today we are courageous today to speak about this thank you for this brother thank you and i will say to that that as i've spent more time and energy uh, exploring this space i have found men's groups that are out there and i see a few of my friends have recently started gathering men as well the time is now it's happening and hearing you describe the perceived absence of such groups uh, presents itself an opportunity and that's an opportunity for you and I without pressure but to facilitate this space and not so much from a hey I'm the perfect masculine man let me show you how it's done more from hey, I want to open the door for anyone else who's interested in exploring this space and this topic. And without expectations of the turnout, just this is a great opportunity for us to even step in consciously to our masculine side and to create something, but yet can still do it with our soft and loving grace that is really our, our true nature. So... It's been something that I've been thinking about and my girlfriend's been influencing me to start this. And really from a beautiful place, she sees the abilities that I have to hold space and to gather people. And she's also very receptive to <laughs> this exact conversation about how men are not in touch with their masculine side. It's not so much about me as it is men in total and how we have an opportunity now to contribute to the growth of 
of our brothers. So do with that what you will. Um, something you said earlier is going to be an hour-long conversation, so let's get into it. You mentioned that you were, and I, I presume still are, a sensitive being. And I would very much identify as the same. 